Hey everyone, welcome to the Cornerstone Church Podcast. Our prayer is that through this message, you will find the Father, a family, and a fulfilling future. Be sure to connect with us online at Cornerstone Church Social to keep up with all things Cornerstone. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, I want to let you know, I know this looks a little bit different. I'm normally up here, I've got the, you know, the, the pulpit, we got the TV, we got the little table up here that I'm sitting down. I want to let you know right from the start, today is going to be um, not so much a sermon, so much as it's going to be like a talk. A fa- we're, we're a family here at Cornerstone, right? We're family. Today's, today's a fun, exciting family talk. We're, we're sitting down. This is the dinner table. We're sitting down at the dinner table. We're having a little fun update today as we kick off our series Here and Now. This is a series where we uh, actually, this, it's funny because it's a new series, but it's not a new series. We've done this series back in 2021, in 2022, and now we are in year three of this series here at Cornerstone. And what we're talking about, the idea behind this series, is that so often we can think and we say things like this in the church world. We say things like, the best is yet to come, right? Like we hear that around church world all the time, like the best is yet to come, God's best is yet to come. And in a lot of ways, yeah, that's true. The best is yet to come, Um, but sometimes whenever we say things like that, we can put such a priority on the future that we ignore God's faithfulness and God's goodness in the present. We, We just overlook how wonderful and how amazing and how he's making a way and how he's working miracles right in our midst. And here at Cornerstone, we we don't want to be that kind of church. We don't want to be that kind of church who is constantly looking at the horizon and ignoring what God is doing right here, right now in our midst. And so... In the middle of this series, as we've been talking about our building campaign and what's yet to come and what, what we're going to be seeing happening here, we want to make sure that we stay so grounded in the current faithfulness of God and the current goodness of God that we don't uh, just get lost in the future, but we are excited and, and thrilled and thankful for what is as well. So I'm pumped for this series like I said, today is going to be more talk than sermon, but I do want us to start off with a verse of scripture. I'm just going to be reading this. We won't be having this on the screen, but if you want to follow along, this is from Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, I'm going to be reading verse 10 through verse 21. This is what the Apostle Paul says. He says, God's purpose in all of this, Paul's talking about the ministry, the, the stuff that he's been through. God's purpose in all of this was to use the church to display his wisdom in all its rich variety to the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can count now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Who's grateful that we can do that? That because of Jesus, we can boldly and confidently come before the throne of God. It's incredible. The next verse says, so because of that, Please don't lose heart because of my trials here. Paul says, I'm suffering for you, so you should feel honored. And then this is where I really want us to focus in today. Uh, Verses 14 through 21, Paul says, When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. 
Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power to work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God is accomplishing far more, church, than we could ever ask than we could ever think, than we could ever imagine, than we could ever dream or hope or vision cast or wish for. God is doing so much more. And what I want us to be so grounded in as we begin into this series is yes, the new building. Yes, the renovation. Yes, the construction is gonna be incredible. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so nice. But what God is doing in us, what God is doing in this church body it's special. <laughs> it's, it's far more special than four walls. It's far more special than new paint. God is doing something. He's doing far more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine in our wildest dreams. And I am so excited to be on this journey with all of you. Today, our sermon title, if you're a note taker, our talk title, because remember, today's not a sermon. Our talk title today is what ifs, or what if, what is, and what's next? What if, what is and what's next. It's funny, I'm running, I'm running the media today, and I'm just, these are all photos. Like, I've just, I created this presentation, I put it in my photos, and I was telling myself, like, make sure you swipe the right way, because you could either, you could either be seeing this if I swipe the right way, or you could be seeing this. Like, me and Evelyn wearing our little matching Gudetama shirts, Right, so don't I'll get back on track. I just had to show that because my daughter's so stinking cute. Sorry, I, I had a computer screen. I'm able to show a picture. I had to show a picture. Okay, anyways, our sermon title, back on track. <laughs> our sermon title today, what if, what is, and what's next? So if you're ready, why don't you turn to your neighbor and tell them, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to hop in. Let's pray, and then let's get to it. Father God, we thank you, thank you, thank you for the fact that we can boldly and confidently come before your throne in this moment, that we can uh, come to you with faith because of what Jesus has accomplished for us, what we celebrated last week, everything that Jesus has accomplished for us, and know that in this moment, because of him and because of our relationship with, with him, that you hear us that you hear us and that you listen to us as your own beloved children. And so, God, we ask that in these next moments, you would just uh, fill us with excitement and optimism and hope for the future, hope that is not rooted in, in a new building and in four walls, but a hope uh, and an optimism that is rooted in you and everything that you have accomplished for us and what you're doing to us on the inside. It's so incredible, God, and we are so grateful. We love you, and we lift all this up in your name. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, if you can, with me, um, rewind back to 2020. Okay, let's hop in the DeLorean real quick. Let's, I know people are like, I don't wanna go back to 2020. I don't wanna ever think about 2020 again. Uh, it's funny, talking about just like, the little moment of like PTSD of going back there. Today, whenever I came in, because we're, we're still, we're babying our air conditioning unit until the building renovation starts. We're trying to baby this thing. Whenever I came in today, it was 66 degrees. I'm like, okay, good, good. Within 15 minutes, it jumped up to 69. I'm like, that, no, that's not good. Like I'm, I'm getting... I mean, I'm getting transported back to last summer when we were all in a sauna in here, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Luckily, Ben Chenard, one of our awesome ministry partners here, got it, got it kicked back on, so it feels good. It feels good in here, right? Feels good. No one's, I don't see anybody sweating or fanning themselves, so we're good. Um, but yeah, rewind yourself back to 2020 and, and where, where we were, right? 
COVID-19, pandemic starts up, we can't meet, we've been meeting in Coventry Elementary School, we're not able to meet anymore, and it's a scary situation. Because what we, remember how naive we all were? Oh, by Easter, won't it be glorious? By, it, we're, we're closing down in March, and by Easter Sunday, we'll be reopened again, it'll be so great. Nope, <laughs> it was not by that Easter or the next Easter. In fact, us not having a facility of our own, meeting in an elementary school, we, were, we would have been one of the last to be able to meet again because we're in a school. It's not our own facility. We can't make the call. We can't make the decision. And so it's a scary period of time to not have your own building. Like, that's a scary thing. Not only that, we're not part of a denomination. Like, we don't have a, a, a big denomination to fall back on that can kind of help support you through times. We don't have that. We don't have a church network. We're not a part of a church planning associate. Like, it's just us. So we have no connections. We have no building. It's a scary, scary time. And if you're anything like me, during those times, you're thinking, okay, well, what if things don't work out? Like, what, what if things go south? Because I know now, in hindsight, you know, now it looks like, well, of course, Cornerstone is going to be okay. Of course, we're going to be fine. We're a good, healthy church. You know how many good, healthy churches don't exist anymore? After COVID, you know how many churches closed their doors? It's unbelievable. All over the place, good churches closing the doors. It was a scary period of time, an uncertain period of time there for a long time, and that concern is a real one. Chances are you had that concern. Maybe if you weren't even thinking about it from a church level, you, you absolutely were thinking about it on a personal level. What if? What if? What if? What if they die and I'm not able to go see them because of all of these restrictions in the hospitals? What if, what if I lose my job? What if my job is gone and it never comes back? What if I don't have the money to cover next month's payment? Like all these what if, what if, what if. But what I love is that in the midst of all these what ifs that we had as a church family, all these just fears, um, in the middle of those what ifs, Cornerstone, we were so blessed to have such good leadership like our, our, the people on our board of directors, uh, Rob Winters, he's the, uh, the lay leader of our board. Man, we have such solid people in our church at leadership positions. It's incredible. And so what I love is that in the middle of that uncertainty, in the middle of all of that uh, negativity, what we talked about last week, in the middle of all of that, oh, the other shoe's going to drop. This isn't going to work out. We're never going to be able to get out of this. In the middle of that, rather than being fearful and being worried about the future, we had leaders in our church who said, no more myrrh. <laughs> what we talked about last week, no, no, no. We're not leading worrying about the worst. We're not leading from a place of fear. We're not preparing for the worst. We are going to believe God for the best. We're gonna take steps of faith into the future, believing that God's gonna come through for us. Uh, and that's exactly what we did. And that's exactly what God did. God came through for us over and over and over again. So rather than what if things don't work, we started believing what if God comes through for us? What if God shows off for us? What if God does something that we couldn't even begin to imagine? And so we started dreaming and believing. Uh, we talked about this last week in a period of time when a lot of other churches are like trying to close doors or conserve. Um, we had leaders who were like, no, we're looking for a building <laughs> in the middle of a period of time when you can't meet in a building. Like we're looking for a building. So we kept pushing forward, uh, dreaming, believing, and looking in the process that we started then brought us to where we are today. So close, so close to this dream 
that we feel God's put on our hearts being realized uh, of seeing this place become a new center for ministry here in the heart of Akron. Uh, and I'm just excited. I'm excited. So I want to walk us through a little bit of stuff. Now it's going to get real tactical. We're just going to be walking through some slides here. First up, I'm going to show you this is, this is what our dream looks like. Part one of our dream. Phase one of our dream, right? Phase one of our dream, this is, this is what we're looking at. It's exciting, right? You've seen it out there on the wall. This is, this is phase one. This is pre-gym, right? But this is complete renovation, complete new construction. Basically, if you look at our building, our building is an L shape. If you look at it from overhead, basically we're filling it in with another L. Like we're, we're making it one big complete unit for phase one of this project uh, to instantly give us a lot more space, a lot more kids' space. It's gonna look, be- I mean, it looks beautiful, doesn't it? My goodness, it looks beautiful. Um, different angles of it. Um, th- what this is gonna do, phase one of the project, let me give you some details. Phase one of the project uh, is gonna instantly increase our space. Like right now, we've, we've barely got 8,000 square feet here, which is shocking. Like, think about that. How did we fit 500 people in here last week? Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. Um, but we've got about just a little over 8,000 square feet. We're gonna be blowing that out of the water. We're gonna be adding so much more square footage with this, uh, almost doubling what we have right now, just in phase one, almost doubling uh, what we have now. We're gonna have a completely uh, actual designated kids wing um, that has like a for real check-in. Where are my parents who are like, thank God, no more being herded like cattle into a tiny hallway where people are trying to use the restroom, right? Like that's, that's gonna be gone. I'm gonna have a huge, uh, big lobby area that connects from the front to the back over here, uh, another big main hallway that connects over in the auditorium. This auditorium is gonna be completely and utterly redone. We're redoing the stage. We're pushing the stage back a little bit to give us more room for seats. Uh, everything's gonna be new in here. We're gonna have new heating and new air to the glory of God the Father. <laughs> um, it's, it's gonna be so exciting. It's gonna be awesome. Um, and one thing you might be looking at it and think, okay, it looks a little bit different than the original rendering, for, which again, the original rendering shows all of the phases complete. It literally shows all through phase three complete. This is just phase one, and there are some little differences, that, which they told us that there would be from the start, that, hey, there'll be little differences. We're just trying to show you what, what we have in mind for you here. But my goodness, it looks beautiful. They've even added little architectural accents for our specific church, so I, I love our ceilings in here. I, I love the feel of it, and they're they're mimicking that on the outside. It's kind of hard to tell, but that's what uh, uh, that is like on the outside. It's going to be the same kind of feel as the ceilings in here. So a lot of just little cool touches here and there. But man, I'm I'm so pumped. This is going to be incredible for us. It's going to have uh, more space in the auditorium. We're going to have a huge overflow room that can be used for uh, groups throughout the week, a designated kids wing, huge open air, like kind of open lobby area, um, new bathrooms, <laughs> right? People are about to run around like revival, new bathrooms. It's, it's going to be absolutely incredible. So excited uh, for what we see here. This this is so just so cool because this is the what if that we've been praying for. Right. Like, well, what if we buy that building? And what, what if we can make some renovations? And what if this can happen? What, what, what if, what if? And we're looking at it. 
Like we're looking at the what if. This is, this is the dream that God's put in our heart and we're seeing it coming true in so many ways. Um, and so I wanna move on. So this is the what if. This is the what if that we've been praying for. What if God can come through? What if God can show off? This is the what if. So now I want us to talk about and focus a little bit on the what is. What is going on? What, what has been accomplished? Like what all have we done? So I wanna walk us through this because one thing that is so important it can be so tempting to just constantly look to that horizon, right? And you forget where you came from. You forget the, the, the victories that God has won. You forget the faithfulness of God. You forget the goodness of God. We will not be that church. We will not be that church that forgets where God uh, took us through and what he has achieved for us. So I want us to walk through where we've been, everything that's taken us up to this moment. So back in October 2020 is whenever we purchased this building and this land in faith. Uh, we purchased this building knowing it's too small for us. We, we purchased this building knowing it wouldn't uh, fit us in the way that we hoped in a lot of ways, but we bought it, we prayed about it, and we bought this building believing and hoping that God would do something great for us. And so we got this building, we got this land, and then in February 2021, we started our fundraising campaign. I wanna see our OGs, who were here whenever we started the original Here and Now campaign. If you're online, put your hand up. That's awesome. That's Okay, that is so exciting because you look around this room. That was just February 2021. About half of the hands were raised. <laughs> that means like a whole other half are new, which is what we've seen. We've seen so many new people coming here to Cornerstone. So that's incredibly exciting. So we kicked off our fundraising campaign. We had a here and now worship night. Dwight Mason from New Point Community Church uh, came and spoke to us. We had a fantastic night of worship. It was awesome. Started our fundraising campaign. Same month, we found uh, and hired a project manager, Monty Trask, from Construction Team Management based out of Indiana. They're fantastic. Monty's incredible. He's been heading up the whole thing for us. So both of those were knocked off in the same month. And then this is the thing that took us the longest period of time, uh, just getting all of our finances, because you, man, before you have your first meeting with a lender, you need to make sure your finances are straight and that you've got every I dotted and T crossed, so we got to hold our initial meeting with our lender of January of 2022. This is uh, Union Bank. Uh, we've been meeting with a rep uh, by the name of Charity. The thing that's so cool about Union Bank, I've, I've mentioned this before, is that they're a, church, they're a bank that like specializes in church loans. It's one of their specialties. A lot of banks don't work that way. And so church financials, church numbers, they're so foreign to them. They, they look at your numbers and they're like, why aren't you bringing in more of a profit every year? Like, like, what part of nonprofit do you not understand? Like, this isn't, we're not supposed to be having year over year. Man, we're just rolling in the dough. I can finally afford that Lamborghini this year. Like, that's not how this is supposed to work. And that's what's been great with Union Bank is Union Bank, they, they know that. They understand that. And so they walk with you through that. So we had our first meeting with the lender back in January of 2022. And then, come on, we hit $500,000 raised this last November like, th that's, that's absurd. <laughs> I really don't think that we can stress this enough how absurd this number is for our church to have hit in that amount of time. We've, we've never seen a number like this before. It's just, it's shocking. And what this shows is the sacrificial giving. It shows the faith of this church. It shows the trust of this church. We don't just talk a big game about, oh, God can do anything and we believe far more than we could ask, imagine, or drink. No, we put our money where our mouth is. We truly believe that God can do anything. And this is what, guys, this is what's so incredible is this number 
is being led by everybody in the church, but by leaders too. Like ministry partners are, are doing this. This isn't something where, you know, leaders of the church are making an ask and we're like, but we're not doing it. This is, as I jokingly say a lot, this is an all skate. This is all of us pulling together to see that number happen, which is just absolutely incredible. That's an only God kind of number. Um, and then in January this last year, we finalized the building concept design. So uh, all the concepts, the, the different kind of uh, ideas for how things will work inside, those got finalized, which they need to for them to get sent to the next step of the process, uh, which is construction designs. And this is kind of where we're starting to catch up. We're not looking at what, what has been or the, the, the what if we do this. We're, we're caught up now. This is where we are currently. Right now, we're in the process uh, of uh, getting our construction designs finalized. And the difference, if you're not too uh, familiar with a lot of this stuff, concept designs are things where like, um, they're just showing you the general concept of this is where things will be and this is how it can look. Construction designs are like, hey, this is where the plumbing goes. This is where the electrical uh, runs. This is where the outlets go. This is the stuff that is uh, just time consuming. It just takes time to go through all these finer details and make sure everything is uh, code and that things will be where they're supposed to be, if that makes sense. So this is a step that we are on right now. We are currently working on getting our construction designs uh, finished. Uh, and this is uh, uh, also something that we're currently working on right now. We've got a, a civil engineer um, that our project manager has found and said, hey, this is a great one. He had looked at a bunch of different uh, ones in the area, found a civil engineer. They're working on the civil engineering process right now. That's something that should be finished by spring or summer of this year. Uh, this is exciting stuff, guys. Like, this is exciting, especially what's exciting is to start showing you the next slides that show you like what's left. Because this pro it's been a process, hasn't it? It's been a process. <laughs> like this is, it's been like one thing after another and it's been such a long process over and over. Um, and our, I wanna just test you real quick. Who remembers our word for the year? Pressure, yes. This has been a pressure-packed process. Say that five times fast, pressure-packed process. This has been a wild process, uh, full of just pressure and full of hard moments. But what's so cool is everything that we've seen up to this moment has just demonstrated God's faithfulness. The fact that we have seen these things happen, these things come to pass, these things go through. Um, God has been faithful over and over again. He has proven himself in the midst of all of this pressure which is what gives me, as the lead pastor, which is what gives our staff, our board of directors, all the ministry partners, and us as a church, God's faithfulness and all of those things we just looked at, those numbers we saw, those achievements that we've, we've just knocked off, seeing all of that faithfulness and God's goodness, that's what gives us confidence as we step into these next steps. That's what gives us hope and optimism, saying like, whoo, we are knocking at the door. Like we are right there to seeing this next few steps come to fruition. So I'm so excited. Here we go. Let's, let's jump into the next uh, steps. This is, this is what's next. So we've looked at what if, what is, now what's next. These are our next steps. So the next steps, as soon as the civil engineering process is over, also during spring and summer of this year, we will begin the construction bidding process. 
Basically, that's where uh, we've got the construction designs finalized and our project manager, Monty Trask and construction team management, they will start contacting and we know we've got uh, different people in our congregation who own businesses that you've reached out to me or our board of directors and said, hey, we would love to be included in the bidding process. We've got your names, we've got your numbers. If you haven't talked to me, you can feel free to come up and talk to me. Basically how that works is we give our, our construction, uh, our, our project manager, and give them the list of all the people we know so they can contact and reach out to our HVAC people in the congregation, our uh, roofing people in the congregation, all those people. They can reach out to them and uh, get them involved in the bidding process as well. But basically how this works is they just start bidding out, hey, this is what we're gonna need in this area and in this area and this area so that local places can start bidding on it and say, hey, we would be able to do that work for this amount of money. We can do that work for this amount of money. So that's, that's happening as soon as the civil engineering process is over, which is the process that we're in right now. We'll uh, begin the construction bidding process. Next, as soon as that's over, we get the bids from everybody. We, we, we get the, the bids, we compile everything, put it all together. We get the, like, the final estimated project cost because until you get things kind of finalized and set in, you can get it in a ballpark, but you can't get that final number until that moment, until you finish the actual bidding process. If you've Ever, if you've built a house, if you bought land and built a house, you know how this process works. So that's what's uh, next, and we're believing that will happen uh, this summer. Next, submit the financials and the project to the lender. So once we have our final project cost, once we have that all put together, um, we have our final construction plans and our project, we resubmit it to the lender, to charity with Union Bank. We say, hey, this is what we got approved for before. Here's the final look of the plan. Here's the f it's basically like going before the, a board and trying to get the sign off, the, get the thumbs up. So that's what this process is. This should be happening this summer as well. Submitting everything to the uh, lender for them to give us the sign off and to uh, release the loan to us at Cornerstone so we can begin building. Uh, we secure the financing approval uh, from the bank. Uh, we submit for building permitting uh, just to make sure that we're all in code with Springfield. Does it, do you guys know we're in Springfield Township on this side? It's ju just this side. Arlington is the dividing line between Coventry and Springfield Township. So uh, we're in Springfield Township. We'll submit for all of our building permitting. Um, and then you're just kind of at the mercy of the permitting process. So be praying that we have a hyperactive permitting process person who's just like, you know what, let me just get through all these as quickly as possible. Um, so we'll submit for building permitting in summer 2023. And then right there, groundbreaking and construction beginning late this year, probably fall, winter of this year, breaking ground uh, uh, and construction beginning. Uh, guys, this isn't off in the future anymore. Like, look, look at the date. <laughs> That's here. Like, it, it, is, it is finally here, this thing that we have been hoping for and dreaming for and praying for and believing God for. This isn't far off in the future anymore. It's, it's knocking on our door. It's at our doorstep. And I am so excited for what that means for us, for what that means for us as a church, for what that means for us as a community. Um, th this, this happening means a whole lot more uh, than just what it means to us inside here. There are people right now, we're celebrating this, we're looking at this going, whoo, there are people right now who have no idea what this is meaning to them, but they will, they will. Give it just a little bit of time and we're gonna see people who today, they don't know word one about Cornerstone Church, 
They've driven by here a million times and not given it a second thought. But before, before they know it, they're gonna be in here attending a worship service and they're gonna have an encounter with Jesus that they've never experienced before. And that's why we're doing this. That is why we're, like, I feel like I wanna scream it. That's why we're doing this. We're not doing this so we can be like, ooh, look how Instagram worthy my church is now. Like, ooh, can we take selfies in here now? Because it looks so nice. Yeah, that's great, cool, awesome, whatever. You can have a nice, a better looking Instagram page. We're doing it for those people who have not found Jesus yet. We're doing it for those people who are far from God. We're doing it for those people that you know in your life, those people who are far from God. We're, we're doing it to make room for people like that. And I am so pumped because we are, we're like right there. We are right there. It's so close. We can practically taste it. Um, that is why we're doing this here and now because we are experiencing the goodness of God and we want other people to experience it. We want other people to be able to come in here and we wanna have room for those other people. Guys, look around at the room right now. Just for real. Do you know Easter, the, the Sunday after Easter is one of the lower attended Sundays of the year. Look at our room. Does it look like, wow, man, yeah, plenty of space. Like, we need the room. <laughs> 11 o'clock, we keep a really good track of our numbers and 11 o'clock and nine o'clock, man, our services are pretty identical. Usually, they, they may vary by about 25, like we'll have 25 and more or 25 and less, but they're pretty darn close. We need the room, because I'm not preaching another service right now. Like, I just can't do it. Like, we need another room. We, we need more room. So we need the room, we need the space. Uh, and, and I will say this, like, please please understand me. I'm, I'm a real person. <laughs> so like me talking about uh, the church being Instagram worthy, that that not mattering, it does matter that your church does look good. It does matter that the church is a, like, guys, I get it. Like, I, I'll tell you this, the whole first while that we are in here, honestly, even in some ways still today, like, I don't know about if anybody else does this, but whenever I invite people, I give them the rundown before they come. I'm like, you're coming? Awesome. Okay, just a few things real quick. <laughs> Be careful in our parking lot. You might twist an ankle. Like, there's, it's like, it's a minefield out there. You might twist... Also, use the bathroom before you come. Just, I know, just trust me. Just trust me. <laughs> also, if you need to do a load of laundry, the women's bathroom, we can do a load of laundry during service if you need, right? You've, you feel like you have to explain things, right? So if, if that's you, I get it. Like, I fully get it. And that's another thing that I'm excited for is not only making room for, for people, we're also taking people's excuses away. Oh, well, that's a small little church. They probably don't even have room. Or people driving by, that's a small, I, people can drive by, see our building now, currently how it is, and already make judgments and assumptions of how this church is before they even step foot in it. Because, well, I've seen a million churches that look just like that, and I know how they treat people, and I know what they think, and I know what they preach, and I know how they are. This, what we're working on is to help make room and to take away people making excuses, and we are so close to it. I'm just so excited because I can see what it's gonna do for the people in our community, um, uh, for them to be able to come and see, just come and see what God is doing here, what he's doing at Cornerstone, what he's doing in our lives. Um, because I know you have people. You have people, so our, our sermon title today, today, right? What if, what is, and what's next? You have people in your life, I know, who are wondering their own what if. They're wondering, what if this is it? Like, this is really all that life has to offer me. Like, what if this is it? Just constantly chasing one high to a next, next dopamine hit to next dopamine hit, trying to just find any little bits of fun and joy that seem to be fleeting. What if this really 
is it. Like, what if, the, what if there's not more to life than this? You have those people in your life. I know you do because I do. I do. I'm a pretty insulated guy because all my closest friends are staff at a church and my family. I've got, I've got like multiple pastors in my own family. And so if I know multiple people like that, you absolutely know people like that. You know people who are wondering, what if? What, what if this is it? What if this is really just my life and I don't really have any kind of purpose? And what I'm so excited for is for those people who are wondering, what if this is it? What if this is it? we get to be the people who say, no, 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 God has a what's next for you. Like there is, there is absolutely a what's next for you. God has so much more in store for you. God has incredible plans for you. And we can point them to the, to the goodness that we found. We can point them to the goodness that we've experienced uh, just right in here. Let me read it one more time from Ephesians 3. This is verse 17. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. May you understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep the love, is, the love of God is. May you experience the love of Christ. We are experiencing that right here and right now in our non-pretty building. Like we're, we're experiencing that right here and right now. We're gonna have the same experience in this new facility, but what's so great is we're gonna be welcoming new people into this, welcoming new people into letting them know what's next and what God has in store for them. And that's the last thing on our uh, uh, slide. The, the last thing, uh, the last step that we have is our first worship service in the new facility. The only reason I didn't put a date here is because a lot of this stuff is under, not out of, uh, it's not in our control. We have to wait for the permitting process. We have to wait for the building materials, all that kind of stuff that's, that's just up to how fast they can move. But let me tell you, it's so funny. Me, uh, uh, Rachel Carpenter, and Caleb Mason on staff, we are in constant communication. We actually, I, I was talking to Rachel uh, a few weeks back and I told her, hey, can we just set a reminder for every 10 days because a week is too much, two weeks is too long, every 10 days for us to reach back out to construction team management and just be like, what's next? What do we need to do? Can we help you? How can we speed this process up? Do we need to threaten anybody? Like, what do you want us to do? Let's go knock on some doors? Because we are doing literally everything we can to advance the ball down the field, everything we possibly can. So I can promise you this, any delay that would happen, which we're not counting on it, uh, we're not counting on any delays. We, we believe all those time frames are pretty solid, um, but any delay will not be for a lack of trying on our part, like we are advancing and pushing forward in every single way that we can because we know we need the room, we know we need the new facility, and guys, it is so close. We, we are so close, I can practically taste it. Um, has this helped anybody today, just seeing where we're at? I know today isn't the like rip-roaring, like exciting, and this is what God's, here, let me put it this way. The next two weeks of this series are the inspiration. Today was the information. <laughs> but for us to even move on to that, uh, we wanna let you know where we're at. We're, we're, we are a church that is just as open of a book as we can possibly be. We don't want any, well, let's just keep things kinda, we, we don't wanna put dates on too many of these things because what if they don't happen? And we don't wanna, we don't wanna say this because, but no, we're showing you what we know. We're telling you what, we, what, what, what information we have, we're sharing it because we just wanna be an open book, show where we're at, show how the process is going, so you can be praying for it too. 
So as a church, that's what we can be praying for right now. Our construction designs are ongoing. Our civil engineering process is happening. Man, be praying for these things in advance. Be praying for uh, all of these, that the, that the uh, financials would go good, that the lenders would, uh, the meeting with the lender would go good, that the permitting process would go fast. Be praying for these different things. There is power in prayer. We believe it because every step that we've taken so far has been because of God's faithfulness. And so we know every step we're gonna continue to take is because of his faithfulness. So we need prayer. So be praying over those things. Uh, and, and not just prayers asking God for more, but prayers thanking God for what he's done. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks again for joining us. If you'd like to contact us or find out more about our ministry, head over to our website at cornerstonechurch.info. Have a great week.